And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? Long Island Ice Tea here, ready to talk programs with you. And it is that very special time of the year, that time of the year that Brain Buster Radio does better than any other programs podcast out there today. I, of course, am talking about our annual Slammiversary special. Here it is again, Slammiversary 2020. We're doing it, and we're doing it large tweet it read it tout it shout it be all about it at the brain busters on twitter instagram instagram junior and everywhere else on the social media gimmicks lots going on it is the slammiversary special but we also have a horror show of sorts extreme rules the horror show is this sunday we'll be talking about that of course we've got a lot going on with well some blaspheming on this show that we've got to get to the hearing of a man called wired postponed today or will it happen at all we have to get to the latest with that whole ordeal very troubling circumstances with a man called wired the salt in the social media we have all elite wrestling worth watching fight for the fallen if you missed it you're an asshole wired talking to you and of course we do have well bill calzonis on the unos and doses and he's eating some tortas and they are horrifically large tortas i'll tell you that brainiacs we have Vin Man here on Limited Dates and Jumpin' Jacob J to keep us in order in a world gone evil, Triple J. Yes, a world has gone evil, but it's happening. Slammiversary. I I mean, Vin Man and I, we both have a ton of questions. Hopefully you can you know answer them or just make something up that makes us excited. But uh, what's causing all this is who is he or, or who is she? Or who is it? I, I don't know. Who is going to be the fourth human being in this title match at Slammiversary? We know who the fourth was supposed to be in the past, but she's no longer with the company. We got three guys. We don't know who number four is going to be. Long Allen, what are they? I, I'd like to say, what are they saying on Twitter? But that's not your gimmick. What are you saying? It, well, it's not my gimmick, I'm not, but I'll tell you this. I do go on there. I go on Reddit. I go on Twitter. I talk to the, the Brainiacs in the social media, the social distancing atmosphere uh, to gauge, you know, pick their brains, see what people are saying for my own opinions based off of not rumor, facts. And what I'm going to tell you, uh, Triple J, is um, I have no fucking clue. I have no idea who this person is. And if you don't know what the hell we're even talking about, Brainiacs, what Slammiversary is happening? Wait, Impact is still around? Yes to both of those questions. First of all, Slammiversary tonight as of this <laughs> live on tape recording of Brain Buster Radio. Vin Man's even here on limited dates because it's Slammiversary. And 
he might not know what's going on, Triple J. You might not know what's going on. The Brainiacs might not know because Impact, they're doing it again, but some people, they just can't. They can't bring themselves to watch it every Tuesday night like I do. So, real quick, let the big homie fill everybody in on what's cracking tonight at Slammiversary, one of the biggest mysteries in pro wrestling in 2020. We continue to follow the ongoing story of the 20-plus professional wrestling superstars released from their contracts two months ago. Reliable sources have just informed us that at least one former world champion, former world champion, that at least one world champion will make his return to Impact Wrestling on Saturday, July 18th. More as this story develops. All right, in that teaser, Vin Man, have you seen that from the big homie with with the someone I, I drinking have. whiskey? You seen it? Yeah. What are you What are you reading into that? Because at first I thought, okay, that's probably one of the good brothers, but I think the way they made their big announcement on their talking shop, uh, you know, upon their 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 trip to Fucktown, as they called it, their big uh, co- contract ending day, doesn't sound like they're going to be involved in the title match at Impact for the vacant Impact World Title. So, what the hell did I see? Who's the big homie talking about? Well, you know, Long Island, you know, you 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 even provided a list for us of you know some possible people. Those you know, are the I, possible I looking... people. I think it might be. Yeah, well, I, I'm just saying, you know, it was a yeah. good place to start. I was looking over that list, and I, I was I was watching this from the big homie, and you know, one of the names that you know, whenever I saw this, and then I looked at your list, and you had the same name on there. That I'm just thinking, and Triple J, how great would it be to? To, to see and hear the announcement of this individual and all you hear is sorry about your damn look <laughs> yeah i mean you know you're going with the criteria that we all heard in that clip a former champion so somebody that had to be there before had to uh hold some type of gold uh either on their arm or around their waist i'm just wondering i really feel like whoever this fourth person is they're probably going to be working on a handshake deal tonight <laughs> I, I don't even know if they're going to have a contract sign. You know, maybe they will in the next couple of weeks. But I, I think you know, it, it's just a handshake deal. And it, and again, they're liable to go into business for themselves. Well, I don't I see that. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think the people Impact Wrestling has not lasted this long. Triple J putting themselves at risk like that. That is not happening. This is the, one of the most buttoned-up professional wrestling organizations. They all they always have a plan, and they, they don't leave themselves liable for something like that. I just don't see it happening. I think whoever signs uh, or, or is in that match tonight has signed probably a, a long-term deal and is probably going to be with the company for a long time, and that's why I think it's going to be someone with a few years left in the tank. So, Sorry to say, Vin Man. Sorry about your damn luck. I don't think it's going to be Sting or Kurt Angle. I think I think the person we're going to see tonight in this four way. I mean, it's just the guy I've always thought of when I whenever I saw Ace Austin debut in Impact. I said, "Oh my God, it would be so great to see this guy take on Bully Ray." So I'm saying it's Bully Ray. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be Bully Ray. Uh, I don't. You know, he he's. He's just so involved with radio nowadays, though, that I, I, I couldn't see it being him. Do you think Bully Ray is to the radio world as The Rock is to Hollywood? 
He's just too big. Yeah. He's too big in the radio world to, yeah, to go back. Exactly. <laughs> he's just the king of all media, Bully Ray. So then, if it's not, he's him, like, who could it be? Like, like you wouldn't see Howard Stern having a wrestling match, you know, d- during the the peak of his career. Well, Fartman, I think Fartman had some title matches. I don't know. Is of of the list the list I provided Brainiacs to Triple J and Vin Man and and Mil Casonas for this show was Sting, Angle, RVD, Eric Young. EC3, Bully Ray, Cowboy James Storm, all of their images appear in these teasers from Impact. Of all those guys, who do you want to see the most, Vin Man? Um, who I want to see the most is... I mean, we, we all know the answer to this. Just it's say, probably just RBD, say. actually. Really? Uh, just so I could, I could see him do that hand motion whenever he's ready to get up to the top rope. Well, RVD's on the roster already, right? So that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a, a huge coup for them, really. No, no. Um, I mean, he fits about, the criteria, but uh, how about you, Triple J? Then who are you thinking? I think Cowboy I'm, James Storm's the guy I want to see the most. I'm thinking That's who either, I want to hear the theme song the most. I, I'm thinking either EC3 or Showtime Eric Young. It's you not going to be Showtime Eric Young. I'll tell you. You don't think? Right now. No, really? because every time he's in TNA, he's like on the cusp of getting fired. And I think like in his old well, age, it would be no different. <laughs> he's looking for something more stable. Yeah. You're saying. And he's a huge I, fantasy I don't know. football I, honk. I, I've I got to feel he's he's looking to stay busy, uh, you know, with his fantasy football coming up. So I don't know if he's going to his mind's in wrestling well, right now. Either Vin Man. Uh, yeah, it, it's. <sighs> Now, Long Allen, give us a little backstory, uh, if you're able to, about this title match. Because we know Tessa Blanchard was their world champion, no longer their world champion. So originally, was it supposed to be these three individuals and her in it? Or was this all thrown out the window and changed? This was all, this match, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, Brainiacs, because I, I, my memory, you know, I've been watching Impact nonstop, but it's just totally nonstop with the action that I forget exactly what happened and she hasn't been there. But I think this match was made because they eventually said, oh, you know, she's a terrible champion. She's not coming. She's holding this thing hostage. She's pulling a, a Stan Hansen here. Uh, so they made this match and three deserving candidates. I mean, you're talking about Ace Austin, who has the potential to become the youngest world champion in Impact's what 20 plus year history <laughs> which i can't i don't think it's 20 yeah, it's maybe, maybe 15 it's a, a little it's, over no. 15 we're near 20 goddamn years close to i'm telling you we're getting there oh we're no we're not uh, at least 2002 it was around i know that i'll well, even give is, you back to nwa tna we still got a few more years <laughs> well either way he'll be the youngest champion in the history of this company um and I, I would say we're we're at a year eighteen then, so whatever. So that he he's close to having not been born when Impact started, which is insane. He probably doesn't even know who America's Most Wanted is. <laughs> this this guy, you're gonna tell me the champion at Impact doesn't even respect or know about Elix Skipper? I I would. <laughs> I think. People in Tennessee's heads will spin if a kid this young wins the title. They're going to be really upset. Can you name all members of the original Team Canada? Would be another good question. Ace Austin with Madman Fulton in his corner in this match could be the youngest champ. Uh, He 
went after Trey's mama, Trey of the Rascals. Vin Man, your favorite tag team. Uh, really disrespectful <laughs> to Trey's mom. And so Trey wants to basically murder uh, Ace Austin. Trey still has braces, so he's pretty young too. And then Wait, how many Eddie, people are in the Rascals? Three. There are three Rascals. Oh. Um, and then and then you've got Eddie Edwards and Eddie Eddie Edwards, you know, former world champion, uh, has gone through. I mean, craziness, addiction, uh, a bad, uh, a bad bump in his marriage, uh, bad breakup with his tag team partner, schizophrenia. Um, a, a weird obsession with Tommy Dreamer's kendo stick. But now look at him. What a, what a great story, a comeback story for the ages. Eddie, Eddie Edwards in this match too. And then you've got that fourth man or woman uh, spot, which we're all speculating. I think there's one. I like all the names I put out for that we've seen, you know. But I think this the, the music I want to hear most is, is pull it up. Pull it up, Bill Calsonis. This is what I want to hear. I want I want people to be really confused by the off-brand Abyss theme song that he didn't really use that often, and that's who I want it to be. That's what I'm rooting for, Triple J. You want the monster to be out there? Yes. That's a no, 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 James Mitchell either. Vin Man, talking <laughs> solo, unhinged Abyss. Well, was was he released um, a, a number of? weeks or months ago whatever it is now or is, is he still an agent i believe he's still backstage at wwe i don't that's that's what i thought i mean i'm always for speculating but i i i didn't think that was a uh a legitimate thing that could happen uh i'm i'm not gonna put it in as my locked in guess for who it is but i'd love to see it want to want to go around and see and, and lock your your guess in for who the fourth person is uh, I'm gonna go with the cowboy, James Storm. Uh, but my my hope, and I haven't heard this speculated at all, but I'm hoping it's Big Homie, <laughs> John John Burton, who's sitting behind the desk as a newsman uh, in this clip. Yeah, what if they say they play the clip when it comes to the entrance that he goes. A lot of speculation about the 20 superstars that were released three months ago. Who will it be? And a bunch of flashes on the screen, and then he just gets up, takes his shirt off, and jumps up from the well, desk and says, people don't, it's me. Some people, some people don't know this, but he's got a lot of in-ring experience. That's true. And so, then so and then Josh Matthews tells Madison, Ray, can you believe it's John Burton, the big homie Madison? Oh, John Burton's been all over this country. A lot of people know him as a newsman. And then they spend like ten minutes explaining who he is before the match, like we, like we, well, we basically just did it for the Brainiacs Triple J. So now they know. Yeah, we did. Uh, if I got to pick one, uh, you're not going to like this, but I'm going to go Showtime Eric Young. I think he has a lot of credibility with that company. Former world champion. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. If anything, use this on your resume for another fishing show. Oh yeah, that's right. He had that fishing. Sh- he had a show. I'm going to go with ODB. I'm going to lock it in as ODB's match. That's not a bad choice either. I mean, Tessa was, you know, is a female world champion. I think maybe another female will get a shot like Tessa did. Vin Man, does that make sense? 
I suppose. And this is for the world championship, the this world the, title. The Impact the, World title, which, again, this is now also, I mean, we live in a world where everyone lives in their own reality. So you, if you choose to live in that reality, that that's the championship match, then yeah. But, you know, some people live in the Moose Nation and recognize the TNA world champion. Moose is the real real champion. So I don't know where you live. Vin man, I don't. I'm, I don't live in the Moose Nation. I live in the Moose the Mark Nation, and in that nation, the champion is well nobody right now. The Impact World Title. Okay, well, if we may uh, divert from our original plan, can we just talk about the rest of this card? Because Vin man and I have a lot of things we want to say and ask. All right, you. I don't want. We'll go through your questions. Let's not. not Milk Calzona, so you don't have to prep anything. We're gonna go off the cuff here. I'm not, I'm not, I'll, may, I'll try to sell you this like Don West with it, with a deal on, on Slammiversary. Maybe we'll do it that way. Okay. Triple J, so go ahead. Vin, man, I'm just uh, rolling down the card from impactwrestling.com. So the next one we've got, uh, this is for the tag team champ championship. It's the North, which is all deep dish, Ethan Page. And what's his partner's name, Long Allen? Uh, Josh Alexander. Yeah. Him taking on Sammy Callahan and ken shamrock i i asked you before the show does ken shamrock need money well, what is he doing he he, he loves he's combat. still pretty dangerous oh <laughs> no i don't have a problem with that i think he should be in the in the uh in the main event but why would you tag with a you know hairy armadillo looking guy like sammy callahan well you guys you guys didn't hear about the story that sammy callahan and ken shamrock told about why they uh why they uh got together it's it's uh, i think few have it's the, the because of the uh, story of the scorpion and the frog have you heard of this this old tale is that the movie disney made recently it's, no that's i, I don't think that's it that's it's the scorpion and the frog's an old tale an animal fable uh where it basically says uh the the frog's like the scorpion's like, hey, man, put me on your back, carry me. And he goes, nah, man, you're a scorpion. You'll sting me. And then he's like, nah, nah, man, uh, we got, we both got to go do this thing. Let's let's go. Come on. Uh, you know, we're going to get both get to the same place we got to go. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll ride your back. And he says, yeah. And then the scorpion stings him. And the scorpion says, or the frog says, why'd you sting me, man? And he says, I'm a scorpion. It's what I do. So that's why they're teaming. So who is the scorpion and who is the frog? I think uh, Sammy Callahan's the scorpion. This so sounds like a like a bomb deal for the frog in all aspects. Ken the Frog Shamrock uh, is is not getting a raw deal here because he might get stung, he might get a, a baseball bat to the eye at the end of it, but he'll he'll probably be a, a world tag team champion. And I mean, if you're a mark for title belts, that's a pretty good deal, Vin Man. Yeah, and, and even if he got stung, I don't think he cared. This cares. This guy loves to fight. He also looks like absolute shit. No offense, Mr. Shamrock. But Jesus Christ, what kind of picture are they choosing here on Impact Wrestling? I think that's a good. That's a good picture. I think it doesn't look like somebody just photoshopped an old man's face on Ken Shamrock's body. It it, it looks uh, it looks really bad. I mean, it, it looks like he just got. Like he's about to go to rehab. This picture. Cool. <laughs> now, if you do an image search for Ken Shamrock 2020, I'll give you some of those 
some of those pictures do not look uh great but i think the one on impact looks pretty good honestly okay. i mean all right well i don't know I, I think you're looking at the wrong one are you looking at the roster page no I'm yeah not. you're not <laughs> you're not looking at the roster page Vin man if you look at the roster page uh it's a much different story than the slammiversary page where he does look pretty jacked um Hopefully, Sammy Callahan's not allowed to wear that bulletproof vest in the match, though. That, that's also something to consider. Uh, Ethan Page will probably also have some words on that on his Twitch, so check that out, Brainiacs. Any other questions on Slammiversary 2020? Oh, th yes. We're, we're we're just getting started. Vinman, you can pop in here. Oh, but, uh, I want to know about what are, what are the old school rules for an old school title? Moose just crowned himself the TNA heavyweight champ. Is that correct? Uh, yes, he's the TNA world heavyweight champion. Uh, so does this mean if somebody gets thrown over the top rope, they're disqualified? No, it's not that old school. Old school well, what, rules, it means one thing, total chaos. Old school yeah. rules, that's what it means. Total chaos. And there's no there's nobody who better who likes total chaos than Tommy Dreamer. I mean, you're you're talking you're talking about balconies are fair game for jumping off of. Uh Singapore counts are legal. Uh probably no count outs. Hopefully referee John Finnegan is in charge of this one. He's the only one I would trust with old school rules nowadays. I mean, these young referees, do they even know how to keep hold and control of an old school rules match? Vin Man is what I want to no, I want to know. Not at all. There so are they, no they better leave and know the new school rules. There are no referees on television that I've seen for at least three years that know how to count to 10. Yeah, this is going to be, uh, I think a great matchup because you're talking about uh, a true athlete and and then uh moose uh, who's bringing this tna world championship into the match so i'm excited for it good to see the TNA yeah. title still around oh it's great it, it's never looked better yeah all right last last thing uh this rascals open challenge who do we expect to see uh, the good brothers Somebody... really but if they if it's going to be the Good Brothers, why wouldn't they just wait 24 more hours and then show up? Why'd they have to do that? They did because they wanted to uh, get their shit in. They they did their shoot conversation with Ryan Satin. They talked about the uh, turning down turning down uh, New Japan and AEW money. Did you hear about the two scenarios that they painted that they said they were offered to leave WWE, but then they signed their contract, but then eventually got fired? And Rocky Romero was on the podcast laughing at them about it the whole time. <laughs> Stop calling them I did not listen. Uh, I have a backlog of talking shop to get to, so I, I did not hear it if you want to quickly paraphrase. Real, real quick paraphrase. Tell me which one you would have rather seen, uh, Vin Man, you too. Okay, so if the Good Brothers would have signed, you know, we're talking last fall with AEW, we're talking about before AEW debuted, very first Dynamite. The very the plan was the Young Bucks pitched the Good Brothers for the first Dynamite. That that night would end with the Good Brothers coming in, saving the Young Bucks, and then put you know putting up the two sweet to two sweet with them, uh, and then beating the fuck out of them to close the show. That would have been the first. That would have been, if they signed with AEW, the very first Dynamite ever would have ended that way, with their surprise appearance. And then if they would have signed with New Japan, uh, they would have had Carl Anderson come in and attack John Moxley, the U.S. champ, and 
uh, beat the hell out of him over the course of a couple months uh, after Moxley's matches. And then at Wrestle Kingdom, they would have had the blow-off where Gallows would have then shown up and helped Machine Gun win the U.S. title. But they didn't sign with either company, and now they're an impact. I think they won out on the deal. You think the best scenario is the one they have currently? <laughs> yeah. They're they're well, in impact and they get to go to New Japan if New Japan comes calling. That's part of the deal. Seems seems pretty good to me. Oh, it's been man. I think that's a good deal. I mean, you could have gone to AEW and made an impact, you know, so to say, like that. But then the next week you would have been having uh twenty minute tag team matches with uh Marco Stunt and uh Luchasaurus. I mean, if you think about it, why would you sign with this, you know, startup company that we who knows if they're even gonna last? You know, Impact's been around for damn near 20 years. That's an established brand that that you you've you know that's got a lot of equity in it and, and you've hitched your wagon to it and, and the sky's the limit, I think. Let's all right, let bro before we move on. Then let's do the hypothetical. So if you were in their shoes, I was thinking I was up all night. These guys did. I'm so mad they did this at midnight because I watched it and I was just racking my brain. Good brothers. I love them. But Jesus Christ on a popsicle stick. I couldn't sleep because I'm thinking, what would I have done if I was Luke Gallows or Machine Gun Carl Anderson? I've got a family to feed. I've got this spot in WWE. They're making me put pumpkins on my head and, you know, just basically be a human putty. For, for The Undertaker and other guys, even though that was pretty cool for them, but other stuff was not so cool. They're throwing them bones. Paul Heyman's lying to them, but it's a lot of money. Or do I go to the upstart AEW with all my friends? I trust them, but again, it's another wrestling company. They all fall. Do I go to Impact where I still can't believe they're around and still doing it? Or do I just go back to Japan, but that's far from my family? What would I have done? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I could blame them for their decision of staying in WWE, Triple J. That's what I came to. No, I, I think the right decision is taking the most money possible. But And I'm not an expert on this, but you know, if you sign, it, whatever kind of contract you sign for WWE, it's, it's really just a 90-day contract. You know, any, yeah. Say if you sign a, a three-year deal, you can be released just like we saw in the middle of those contracts. And I don't know, hopefully these guys didn't, you know, go out and buy fancy cars and big houses. And then, you know, they got a, they got a FedEx in the mail where they were going to have to start looking for money. So well, they were told that this is the last contract you'll ever have to sign. They were told that they were really, <laughs> they were really sold. They were sold a really exciting deal that ended up being, yeah. you know, just a, a really raw deal. And they kind of got, I mean, they could be in WWE right now. They could be a part of big Miami vid, man. Could you imagine? No, I don't, I don't think MVP would sign those gentlemen. I think he would. You got, they've got the Japanese ties. I think, I think it could have happened, but it's not, they're an impact. And I think they're going to beat the shit out of the rascals, which is kind of like facing Marco stunt triple J. Yeah. I think these guys are a little bigger than that. Aren't they? The rascals. Yeah. I mean, they're they're somewhere between Chris Saban and Marco Stunt. More Not Chris as, Saban, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, what, what, whatever, whatever. Could Chris Saban be the fourth man? He could. He fits the criteria. I'm hoping for Jay Lethal. <laughs> doubt it's him. I, I doubt it. 
All right. Well, that's Slammiversary is tonight. Anything else you need to know about Impact? I just just, a, just one quick question. I mean, does Deanna Perazzo stand any chance against no. Jordan Grace? No, 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 no. Probably no. not. Not at all. I didn't think so. No. Thick, uh, yeah, Thick Mama Pump's gonna gonna crush her. Um, they've got that big gauntlet too. Also, I do want to say, if you want to get into Impact Brainiacs, we appreciate you not watching and just listening to us talk about it. that's fine but i would really say check out twitch live with melissa santos hosting uh in between commercial breaks on her iphone from her porch uh she talks about the food she eats uh she, she's got terrible wi-fi it's really fun it's a good time uh people send her inappropriate messages in the chat and you get to see her react to those too i highly recommend triple j it's on twitch I've heard you talk about it. Uh, we'll have to see how this slammiversary. The really the the reputation of the company hinges on tonight. On who that fourth man is? No, just just overall. I I don't know. I think they they could they could have Stone Cold Steve Austin show up. I think the reputation is still going to be mostly based on those Melissa Santos in between commercial breaks reading questions like. Who do you think the fourth guy is? I don't know yet. Uh, what size shoe do you wear? Do you like feet? Uh, why Why are you sending me those? That's what <laughs> Impact Wrestling is all about these days. And I love it. And it's going to be great. Slammiversary 2020. Who the fuck is the fourth person? Let us know at the Brain Busters. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it. Be all about it. Brainiacs will be back right after these messages from our, uh, our lawyer, and when we're back, we're going to talk about a very important legal situation on Brain Buster Radio here on Slammiversary 2020 Day, baby. Have you been thrown in a casket against your will? Were you robbed of glory by a duplicitous manager or a negligent referee? Was that last pile driver a little too close? The law office of Charles Fila Presto Esquire has been serving the professional wrestling community for over 20 years. Whether you're the victim of one too many fast counts or chasing down the man who stole your father's corpse, CPL is proud to serve the staff and competitors that make this sport the greatest in the world. But don't take it from me. I was supposed to shock the world, but my debut was ruined by negligent construction. CPL got me half a million dollars. When I was very little, my mask papa fought my dead papa on top of ladders for me. CPL helped drop the paperwork, and though my family's whole again, thanks CPL. After I married the drugged unconscious girl to the big guy with long hair, I was in pretty hot water with the drive through wedding people. CPL filed a discrimination lawsuit and saved my job. At CPL, we're always expanding our client base. We've recently branched out into corporate work and have been retained by the fine folks at Marburger Industries and by the podcasting powerhouse, Brainbuster Radio. Our record speaks for itself, and our passion for this sport knows no bounds. Call today at 1-900-737-4992. We fight for you, so you can fight for the fans. This is a paid advertisement for CPL LLC. No legal advice is being offered or solicited by this ad. We're going to drink. We're going to do some drugs. We're going to slap some bitches. we on Brain Buster Radio. So, 
So we've got a horror show on Sunday in the WWE Triple J, but I have not been horrified by anything with Braun Strowman or Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins uh, more than I have been uh, by what Wire did on the last Brain Buster Radio. That was truly horrific, telling people to not watch AEW. We were supposed to have his hearing today, and he is out on the lam. We cannot find him. He's on the run and avoiding his, his hearing today. And that's the situation right now. I know. It's it's sad. Uh, I thought I knew him. You know, I've had multiple conference calls scheduled for him. And every time I call in, his secretary always tells me that something popped up. Uh, he's conveniently not there, even though we planned this. And I was told, I was promised that he was going to be there. And he wasn't. Uh, I, I don't know who this guy is anymore. I really don't. I mean, saying AE, no, you shouldn't watch AEW is just, I understand if you don't like the promotion, but encouraging not watching wrestling is a big no-no here on Brain Buster Radio. Uh, Vin Man, I think you would agree with that as well. So that's why uh, I, I have teamed up with uh, our law offices, uh, Charles, Charles Lepresto Esquire and all of his great people there the finest people, the best people, so good at lawyering, uh, and also the Brain Buster Universe Civil Liberties Union, and we are requesting that Mr. Wired walk back his comments, return to the show, walk back his comments, or resign his status as the Sultan of social media. Uh, that's where we're at right now, Vin Man. Yeah, it, it's it's really a sad state of affairs here. You know, I'm, you know, I've, you know, there's a lot of, you know, things about AEW that I don't like, uh, that, that I've been you know, outspoken on for years, but you know there are a lot of things to like, and uh, and I went through them on, on last week's episode, running down you know some of the top talent in that company, and and I'll say this: it's it's got a little something for everybody, and at the end of the day, it's it's pro wrestling, and you and you shouldn't discourage that, and and this is uh, justice will be served here. I promise you that this will not be like. Milkhausonis's performance review that he was able to get out of this will not be like that triple J. No, it's not going to be like that at all. Uh, it's it's disheartening. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I've said too much already. I, I I'm just going to listen. And Milkhausonis, who's I mean, just scarfing down some tortas today in preparation for Slammiversary. Uh, doesn't he said he doesn't even want to speak on it. He told me before the show, but he did he did want me to relay to everybody that if Wired does not, uh, you know, answer the answer the demands of us, the law offices of, of Charles Lepresto Esquire, the Brain Buster Universe Civil Liberties Union, uh, then uh, there will be consequences. Uh, Mil Calzona said his own consequences besides the official consequence of, uh, you know, him, his status as Sultan of social media. Uh, Mil Calzona said he'll take justice into his own hands to Triple J. Uh, he said, Eye for an eye, Wired, come back. Ojo, por ojo. So that's where we're at on that. Uh, AEW is definitely worth watching, Brainiacs. Uh, don't listen to Wired if he tells you that. You've got the Demo God on AEW. You've got uh, Helen Hart angles being uh, rekindled. I mean, you've got just, I mean, absolute banger entrance themes for new managers. Vicky Guerrero's new theme song is my new jam. I mean, AEW's got a lot going on, Vin Man. It, it it really does, and and highlighted by Chris Jericho. I mean, what what does this guy not do? You know, he 
you know, he's a, a, a talker. He's a, a color commentator. He's an excellent pro wrestler. This guy is just at the forefront, and that's why he's he's drawing the most ratings in the most crucial demographic. 18 to what was that, 48, Triple J? For, uh, 49, I thought he said, 18 to 49. 49. And and what, so if if the, the demo god gets that demo on AEW, what what is, what's Impact's demo? <laughs> one to 100 i guess it's uh actually it's probably more like if you're in the i would say like the 32 to 34 age demographic like unless you were in college in 2007 and 8 then you're probably not an impact (laughs) you got the the demo got also i mean doing commentary with sticky orange juice all over you too is really impressive that was uncomfortable but that got through it and 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 not to mention, I mean, with people saying things about you on the internet, I mean, with what Sebastian Bach was saying about Chris Jericho, I don't know how he could focus on getting those demographics Triple J, but he still does it. He still goes, does his job on TV. Uh, do you think any there's any way we could see Jericho and, and Sebastian Bach uh, on Dynamite settling their differences? I, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it is possible. Uh, you know, they're both actors, singers, performers, entertainers. I don't think Chris, Chris Jericho has ever been on Broadway. So I guess, uh, I guess uh, Seabass has him on that one. But yeah, it, it's something that I would like to see. I'm not sure uh, if the demo is as familiar with Skid Row as you and I are. So I, I'm not sure if it would translate. But, you know, selfishly, yes, I'd like to see it. In honor of Chris Jericho's album clash, Triple J, we should do a special. I propose we do a a frontman clash, and we talk about Jericho, Seabass, just stack their careers side by side, and talk about all the things they've done and, and weigh them against each other. I think we should do that. That sounds. I mean, what TV shows has Jericho been on? I mean, Seabass was on Gilmore Girls. I mean, we've got yeah. some interesting. Uh, Jericho, he was, Jericho was on what was it? Uh, Skating with the Stars. I think wasn't he on that? He hosted like a didn't he host like a wipeout knockoff? He hosted BattleBots. Yeah. BattleBots he hosted. So did McFoley. So we've got an interesting uh rivalry developing there. We've also got Taz throwing it. I mean, what the hell, Vin Man? <laughs> Your guy, Brian Cage, did not tap out. No, he did not, and he was trapped in a difficult uh submission hold there and you know with, with the state of AEW right now, you know, this is a young company. I said it earlier. It could go under at any point. And if it goes under, you're going to want to be a healthy free agent. And I think Taz was just protecting his guy to make sure. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's you know, wrestling they, scared at AEW. because they're Are, are you saying that AEW is, you know, they're working week to week possibly? <laughs> I don't know in today's day and age. These are unprecedented times, Triple J. You think they might get uh, replaced by reruns of Rizzoli and Isles? I mean, you just <laughs> numbers aren't there. You were just, the numbers are there. We've got the demo, God Jericho. You just said it, Vin Man. So what do you? What kind of excuses that you're making up for Cage? I'm just saying you don't want to. You don't want to get an injury that's going to put you out for a year and a half. Because uh, if that's the well, case, and you're not wrestling, you're not getting paid. That's so d- you're in a world title match. He didn't tap out for a reason. Taz is a jackass. I'd fire him if I was Cage. I don't know. I I disagree. Uh, 
I I don't know that that match was I, I have mixed feelings about that match, but I'm just just to go back on what Vinman's talking about. <laughs> you're saying okay, now that I I hear this, you're saying the su- the success or failure of AEW really depends on Guy Fieri. What's <laughs> up? I mean, if you if you can't. You know, you gotta be you gotta be number one on your particular night. I, I uh, guess. You know, that's what that's what you're. I mean, I mean, they just snapped a, a three week losing streak to a, a program that's on USA Network. Uh, you know, if you, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to, you know, be at the top of the numbers uh, if you want to, you know, get some success and renew a deal with with Turner. You know, you don't think Turner's watching these numbers right now? He, he could pull the plug on this whole thing if they're not meeting their quota. That's, I'm telling you right that's now. That's not how the company's run anymore, Vin Man. You're living in a... I, I think Ted Turner could definitely do that. I, don't even, I, <laughs> I definitely think if Ted Turner turned turned on the TV and saw a walking dinosaur carrying a young child... <laughs> the show would be would have been pulled already. He has no, he's not watching, and I don't think he cares. Uh, but the, I can't believe Taz. What what the hell? I mean, what, it, it's I'm still yeah. shocked. I thought it was one of those shocking endings to a match in AEW I've seen. I could not believe what I saw, and there, he didn't even have Owen Hart begging him to do it. it, it I'm <laughs> telling you, it was the right move. I don't know. I well. But yeah, guess, but Vin, man, how long is it going to take to get another uh, another shot at that AEW yeah. championship? How he was only in the company for you know less than a half hour, and he got the title shot. So I think it? he'll be able to get. Yeah. And, and you know, another thing, he was ready to fight this match a couple weeks ago, but but that Moxley was too scared and was running from him. His wife got the demon virus. He couldn't come. I I don't know. I don't know about that. I think you're making excuses for Taz. Well, he's still a champion of some kind. He is the know, FTW yeah, He's champion. still got a title. Yeah, although that that promotion does not recognize that title. No, except Tony Khan, because he's a huge mark for that belt. Apparently, according to insiders and uh, the internet, uh, all elite wrestling, a lot of fun. And definitely worth watching, Brainiacs. I mean, and it's not easy to get a title match. That's what makes it great. I don't know what Vin Man's saying. He sounds kind of silly. Kenny Omega, I mean, is has like a crazy record and isn't getting title shots, Triple J. It takes a whole lot. You got to really. Uh, maybe he's going to challenge for the TNT title. He has a crazy record in Japan. Uh, not not so much here. Uh, they put it up. There was a, there was a, a, a Redditor created a infographic of his record. Uh, in AEW versus his New Japan record, Triple J. Was that including tag tag matches? In both promotions, yes. Yeah, singles and tag from both promotions. Basically on the same level, even better winning percentage in all elite wrestling. Better than ever. I have a feel. My my prediction for the near future is that, that next champion will be Kenny Omega. I think he's the guy coming up. But even a guy like him winning all the time, not necessarily going to get a title shot. I can't wait to see... Uh, who Mox gets next? Darby Allen poking his nose in there, uh, you know, stepping away from making uh, Clerks fan fan films, and he's back. He's back in Jacksonville. It's gonna be that title. It's prestigious. I I don't know. I still rather have the TNT title though, Vin Man. If if 
If I was 10 years old right now, all I would want to do when I grow up is be the TNT champion. What a cool title. It's, it's a hell of a title. All right. Well, AEW, that's in the books. We've talked Impact anniversary. Talked about a man called Wired who's apparently we've got our our, our Brainiac copter uh, following him along, along the uh, route up north. He's going towards, I think he's going towards the border, Triple J, but uh, they asked us if we want to go into the live feed. Mil Calsonis asked me. I waved it off. I don't know. You want to hear any of that? I think we move on to the horror show. Let Wired drive away if he wants to drive away, right? I mean. Yeah, let, let's stop talking about him. You know, it's just going to make us angry and angry. And if I'm going to be angry, I'm going to rip someone's fucking eyeball out. I'll tell you that. And I, I don't want to be one to do that. Someone else is already going to do that on Sunday. It's the dope show. The horror show. Known as Extreme Rules Brainiacs. Let's pick some matches here on Brain Buster Radio. All right, where are we going first on this card, Triple J? Well, let's save the best for last. So uh, let's... I guess let's start out for something. Long Island, you want to get it out of your system right now. Apollo Crews taking on MVP, the new United States Championship. Uh, what does MVP have up his sleeve, do you think? Well, he has Bobby Lashley's full Nelson. That's what he has, and maybe potentially more clients. He's been out on social media saying he wants a whole stable working for Big Miami, Vin Man. Could you imagine if if MVP gets multiple Bobby Lashleys, <laughs> he could. That, that would be impressive. I don't, if, I don't know if there's more Bobby Lashleys out there. He I could think there's just one. He could break his own Brian. He could get Brian Cage. Maybe he could break his own record for holding the U.S. title. I, I'm, I'm interested to see. I hope. I hope they put both titles up in a ladder match eventually. But I got, I got MVP winning this one. How about you, Vin Man? I. Every time I think of MVP is going to wrestle, he never does, it seems like. Uh, so <laughs> so is the real question, but, will MVP actually wrestle? Is that the question? You think he's a substitute? Yeah, I think he's going to have a substitute, and I'm picking the substitute to win. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to pick a follow crew because I don't know what you guys are talking about. All right. Well, I think it'll be a, an excellent contest for a prestigious belt with an eagle on it, though. That's what it's all about, Triple J. That's really what it's all about. Let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship match. NECA, Nikki Cross taking on Bayley. I, I think we can all agree on this. We're all sane, uh, level-headed individuals. Bayley, once again. Probably the most consistent champion in all WWE, wouldn't you think? I'd say she's yeah. the most dominant wrestler in all WWE. They don't even lose non-title matches. I mean, her and Sasha are on this crazy run right now. Even I, who don't like either of them, as people gotta respect the, the W's they're, they're pulling up although they cheat they're cheating to win a lot Vin Man they're winning a lot they are becoming the New England Patriots of the WWE I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far just yet what uh, do you mean they they're are. cheating and they win a lot they're, they're, they are the Patriots I, I still wouldn't go that far but it, it is it Sasha is, is from Boston they are the Patriots it's a little unfortunate to see all that cheating, but you know Bailey, she has looked impressive, and At cheating, I, I, and cheating, and I, I just don't see how Nikki Cross overcomes that. 
Well, Nikki's Agreed. also Nikki's also really like not confident. She was like breaking down to Alexa on TV, and it was if the cameras didn't catch it, we wouldn't have known about it because Alexa doesn't listen tell Triple J, but the cameras did, and Nikki is not confident going into the match, so you got to pick Bailey. Well, she wasn't confident going into it, but then apparently she was talking to Devon Dudley. Uh, I, I don't know what words were exchanged there, but I, I'm still picking Bailey on this one. Do you think he told his sister Nikki, you got a head butter in the nutsack? <laughs> I think he probably had a he probably had a collection plate with him, and based <laughs> on how much went into the plate, it was <laughs> the advice that was given. Uh, all right, well let's 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 keep talking about Bailey. By talking about Sasha Banks versus Asuka, uh, you know, the last time, well, not the last time these two hooked up, but you got to remember the Great American Bash, uh, that green mist in Sasha's eyes, that cost her the NXT Championship, uh, Women's Championship. Now she's got a chance for the Raw Women's Championship. How can you combat that green mist? I, I don't know if you have to combat it. I think you need to just be we got to do something it's medicinal and we talked about this and some people think it helps against the demon virus so maybe sasha banks already has the antibodies because she's already experienced it and hopefully uh another green miss shot for her sake won't do anything but i think she also has to worry about that oscar lock this match is all about who could lay in that lock in that submission and get enough cinch it in deep enough then man that's what i'm looking forward to both are going to go and get their submissions on but who could cinch it in deeper who's got the better yeah grip? well that's the thing i think oscar's got the better grip uh you know i think she's you know she, she's a little thicker uh she's gonna be a little harder to get that uh to get that bank statement on and that's why i'm picking oscar to win i'd rub myself in green mist to make myself slippery if i was oscar for this match too but uh, I, I don't think she's gonna she's gonna want to beat Sasha straight up. Could you imagine if the tag champs both have the singles champs too, though? Triple J, that would be unbearable. It would be as unbearable as a New England Patriots Super Bowl victory. I thought they were gonna have all of them, including the NXT one. I don't know what happened there. I, I like them both. That, that's the thing. I like Oscar. I like Sasha. Can I use my pass on this match? Yeah, you, you should. Okay, I, I'm going to I'm going to elect to use my pass on this. Do match. not take a pass at Sasha Banks without her consent, Triple J. This is 2020. Brainbuster Radio does not want to get canceled. I'm going to use my pass on this match. But you're not picking a winner, okay? That's what he means. Well, I'm taking Oscar, okay? And so we'll have Bailey and Oscar remaining the champs, I guess. We'll yeah. see. This next match is all about stipulations, and I think that's the that's the only thing we should pick here. Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, former friends, now bitter enemies. Dolph really holds this match in his pocket, and I want to ask you guys, what is the stipulation? What, fa what favors Dolph Ziggler in this match, would you say? I hope that all of Extreme Rules, the horror show happens, and it's, it's uh, 10 p.m. on the East Coast, and we're getting ready for the main event, and Dolph Ziggler comes out and says, all right, Drew, we're going to have a 60-minute Iron Man match. Here we go. That's, <laughs> that's what I would do. The first ever impromptu Iron Man match, Finn, man. That's how you get – that's how Ziggy could win, but I don't think he's going to do it. I, well, I think I was, he's got was, too much pride. Well, I could see that happen. I'm also going to throw out maybe doing like a folk-style wrestling-type match uh you know with, with scoring like and all fat, that fat uh, thatch, thatch, amateur wrestling match 
because Dolph Ziggler, as we know, uh, you know, uh, All-American collegiate wrestler at Kent State, uh, this kid can really go. I don't think Drew McIntyre has any amateur wrestling experience at all. Um, I don't think he understands the leverage concepts and double legs and all that kind of stuff. So I, that's what I would do if I'm Ziggler. Well, uh, Vidman, here, here's the only question that I have, and I, I agree with that. That's a good strategy. But what about the referee in the match? It, it, you know, you can't really just spring that on them. They've got to be, uh, you know, equipped to officiate that match accurately. Oh, that's part of the stipulation. You know, you bring in, Ziggler. You bring in an official that knows how to how to call that kind of match. Okay, that's allowed. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, all right. So well, if I'm referee Dolph, John as long as, they have a, as long as they have a license in in the state of Florida. Yeah, oh, yes, of course, of course. Does Florida give licenses out for anything? I don't think they give a fuck in Florida. <laughs> they don't care about it's that. extreme rules. You don't <laughs> need any licenses. Uh, the, governor, say- the governor has put a lift on all licenses necessary for this event tonight. It is a true horror show. Anyone can referee. Anyone can be. At ringside, it's extreme rules, Triple J. Yeah, yeah, Triple J. You can see Dolph Ziggler wrestling in this match and then managing MVP uh, in another match. Yeah, you're right. That would be bedlam. (laughs) You could see see Dolph Ziggler challenge Drew McIntyre to a supermarket match where neither of them are wearing masks inside a Walmart. Well, I I don't think that's going to happen. I am going to say Dolph Ziggler is going to pick a ladder match. It's something he's had success I'm with. Dolph Ziggler. I mean, can you remember Drew McIntyre? Was he ever in those old Money in the Bank ladder matches? Maybe can you remember him? You know, climbing a ladder any time in his career, at least in uh, the state. I feel like he's been in one or two of them, but you know, he's not 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 a lot of success. But ever since he's got his new mantra, "Talk less, clay more." I don't think there's a stipulation you could throw at this guy. He's beaten Brock Lesnar in five minutes, so what the fuck does it matter? I mean, unless oh, it, I unless, think it unless Dolph Ziggler challenges him to like an, an Aaron Burr Alexander Hamilton match, a, a, a duel where just quickest draw wins, maybe he has back a shot. Back. Other than that, five ten paces, Drew McIntyre's winning whatever Dolph, Ziggy chooses. Uh, hashtag push Ziggy though he's in your main event, so a lot of people are getting what they've been hoping for here, Vinman. For is six this years. the main event? Well, we, w- we don't know. It's the WWE I, title match. I, I was not, not as far as I'm concerned. I, I have a bigger main event that we're going to get to, but right now let's talk about a Wyatt Swamp fight. Uh, the Universal Championship is not on the line, so again, how do you win a Wyatt Swamp fight? Do you have to feed your opponent to an alligator? Uh, I don't know. So I, I'm really stupefied by this match. Is it even for the title? I don't know. No, Bra- no, it's not. Braun Strowman said everything that's evil about him is in this fight. He has to say, win the fight to save himself from the devil, Bray Wyatt. Scary, scary promos leading into this one. And it's also down in the swamp. And luckily for us here on Brain Buster Radio, we have access to a swamp expert, a true Cajun. So let's bring him in. We're going to call up Clint Cage and Clint here, uh, Mil Calsonis, dial him up, and we're going to hopefully get some insight. Are you ready, guys? Uh, Triple J, Vinman, do you mind if uh, Clinton joins us? Oh, that's Please fine. Do. All right, we're calling him up, Brainiacs. Hey, Hi, uh, is this... Clint, you there? Hey, what's up, dude? 
Cajun Clint, can you, Vin Man, Triple J, you hear Clint? I got him. I, I hear him. And uh, you hear you hearing the guys here, Clint? Can, can you hear me now? We hear you. You hear me? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I, hear, I hear you, Alan. I just heard Triple J. It's a little delayed. All right. Well, we got him here, and we're in the middle of our, our big-time predictions and, and chatter about the horror show known as Extreme Rules now. Clint, a true Cajun, a true Cajun, the, the the head bus driver of the Cajun Express, doing it for years down there in the middle of Cajun country, in the middle of the swamps, a white swamp fight. What the fuck does that entail? Give us some insight, Clint. Well, I'm actually out here on location right now, Alan, outside of, of the swamp where the swamp match is going to be taking place. Because they wanted me to help with the construction of the entire swamp. And my God, it is going to be absolutely insane what's going to be going on inside. Not not the 20 by 20 squared circle, but inside this glorious swamp. Awesome, awesome. So it's it's really shaping up to be an extravaganza. If LSU Texas doesn't happen, at least the people of Louisiana will have this to look forward to. Now, I understand you have a very special person down there kind of overseeing everything, making sure everything's just right for the horror show. Uh, and true to the, the Wyatt Swamp nature for the fight, everything's, you know, in place. Uh, the chickens are put away. No one's going to interfere when Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt go at it. So if you, your special guest is ready, we'd love to talk to him. Yeah, we we got him right here. Coach, you ready? It's not Coach Bo. It's Coach Ed. Like Mr. Brody. We're here. Oh, man, the swamp is absolutely. We, we need to the alligators already. Outside the, outside the ring, it's got the square circle. And they go over the top rope. Them gators, go get them. So, over the top rope, gators. Um, that sounds like that video game commercial, Triple J, that we've seen recently with the alligators. Maybe that's something we can. Oh, the battlegrounds. The battle. Coach Coach Foe's a big video game uh, aficionado. Uh, Triple J, you got I any? Some during quarantine. You got any questions for for swamp expert Coach Foe or Coach Ed? Excuse me. Uh, Coach, yes, uh, Mister Ed. Uh, how do you win this match? You win the match by surviving. That sounds a lot like the old school rap rules match between Moose and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, can you, uh, Mr. Ed, can you tell us in your memory what, what, uh, how, how long Ed, ago? Coach Ed. Co- Coach Ed, excuse me, sir. How long ago does this go back? Like, when was the first swamp match happen? What was that, T-Boy? When was the first swamp match? How, how 1900s, 1800s, 1600s? How long, how old is this match? Man, uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't, my papa used to tell me that back in the day. The, the first ever swamp match was in 1869. It was an absolutely amazing fight right after the Civil War. I think my papa was, my papa's papa was a part of that, and it was an amazing moment in, in history. I mean that's that's a long time they've been having swamp fights down there, Vin Man. I mean, none yeah. of them are ever televised, at least nationally. So I I don't know. This is like the first oh, no. nationally. This yeah. is like the first nationally le- legitimate Coach. and sanctioned swamp fight I could remember. Yeah, Coach. Could, oh, no, this is the first of, one. Uh, Coach, there's going to be a lot of tall grass down there. You're not really going to be see what you're stepping on. Could you speak to the kind of footing that these competitors are going to have to have to withstand? Oh, the end of it was standing a lot, T-Boy. Especially because we get a lot of rain lately. 
right before they were setting everything up, there was a bunch of rain that hit over here about like three, four inches. So it's like you walk in that water, you walk in that tall water, you'd be very well be seeing like a gator or a snake or something. Yeah, some crawfish are going to be in there. It's going to be it's gonna be a messy boy. I'm actually walking in here right now just kind of seeing what's going on. Oh, 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 get it. All right, I think Coach Bill just got caught by the swamp monster. Swamp, well, swamp, well, well, Clint, if he, if he gets out of the jowls of the swamp monster, I'd like to ask him some questions, but I'll ask you, I guess. Uh, there's a lot of also controversy going into this match, the Wyatt Swamp fight on the Wyatt compound, uh, where, you know, it's now called the Wyatt compound. Once upon a time, you know, it was called uh, a plantation, uh, but they, of course, dropped that name. But the, the statue of of granddaddy Cletus Wyatt is still standing outside those premises. And there have been, there have been protests uh, around the compound in the vicinity of that area where the fight will be held this weekend. So will, what, what are local authorities or the Wyatt family themselves doing to ensure that there's no uh, crossover interference from the protesters uh, and the, the people protecting the Cletus statue? Will that thing come down to fight? What's the latest on that situation? Well, I think Coach Fo he was telling me before he got attacked by the Swamp Monster. By the way, he's beating the shit out of that Swamp Monster, so he'll be back in about a couple minutes. So the whole thing is with the Swamp match, basically they're going to have the LSU Tigers basically huddled around that statue to make sure Granddaddy Cletus and the compound is able to stay there for the remainder of the match to make sure there's no interference. After that, they can do whatever. What are the, what, and what about the rumors that they're going to replace the statue with the statue of Joe Burrow? Well, I think that's absolutely deserved. Oh, coach, coach, come back, come back. They're, they're asking if the, about the statue. If they're going to put Joe Burrow instead of Granddaddy Cletus. Oh, yes, you know, we're going to put Joe Burrow up there, and then we're going to get another statue of me. And, uh, a statue of you, Coach Coach Ed? Uh, coach Ed, we have one with me, and then Joe Burrow right there, and then we got him up in a cannon right after that. Coach. And then, you know, Robert E. Oh, 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 wait, Coach, shut up, Robert E. Lee. Co- coach Ed, I have a question. So we know that Braun Strowman, like you, has nipple rings. Would you advise him to take those out before this swamp fight? Oh, yeah, I definitely would recommend he do that to you, boy. You don't want to get pulled to, to get a tin twisted during the match. Pop on here, boy. What kind of elements could, could catch on uh, an appendage like that? What, what, what could happen if you're wearing nipple rings and walking through the swamp? Oh, no, that'd be bad. You know, again, I just beat the shit out of that swamp monster. You can imagine Swamp Monster going to take, take Braun Strowman down. Uh, more dangerous to both these competitors, or are, I don't know if they're dangerous to Bray Wyatt at all because maybe he could summon them. Does, does he have any control over Rougarou or the Snakes or, or Swamp Monster or any of the other critters, cryptids down there at the Wyatt compound? Oh, no, you don't have control of none of that. Rougarou does his own thing. Rougarou doesn't follow any script. He just does what he wants, what he wants. That Rougarou. Oh, man, wait. What's that? It's the... Oh, no, it's the Rougarou and the Swamp Monster, T-Boy. They're coming after us. The Rougarou and the Swamp Monster are coming after you. Well, Co- Co- Coach Ed, then we'll we'll let you get to it and, and get back to making sure that the Swamp's ready for Sunday's horror show. Um, and I heard that the, the Rougarou is also – he does he goes by his own scripture – and he's also born again. So if he tries to sell you any bill of goods, I don't want you to believe anything he's trying to get you to believe in. You know that there's a lot of rumors about the Rougarou going on right now that he was up in Utah and learned some things. So I don't want you falling victim to any of that nonsense. 
Well, a coach just ran off because he's he's okay. scared of the Rougarou, and I think there's some tree witches as well nearby. So he's dealing with that, right? He's running tree away from witch. that, making sure he can get his his shotgun. Oh shit, Clint! Well, man, I hope you uh, are safe as you uh, are down there. People getting ready for the big white swamp fight, biggest event in Louisiana uh, in 2020, especially if Texas and LSU gets canceled. And uh, hopefully, the moon's not out on Sunday because if it is, then just all hell will literally break loose. Oh yeah, I think I think we'll be good. I mean, I got my Rougarou repellent on and all that. It's like Coach Coach Foe's got a Coach Ed, excuse me, he's got a shotgun ready, so he. He's about to take care of some Rougarou. All right, Clint. Well, we appreciate you and Coach Ed, and enjoy the horror show. Ed, Coach Ed, what do you want? You want to sign off? Yeah, go Tigers and go Swamp Mask. Cross from and go in that one. All right. Ed's coach. There he is, Triple J. Coach Ed's got Braun Strowman winning, and uh, Rougarou's down there uh, talking about uh, – the Latter-day Saints, a lot, lot of business being done in the Wyatt Swamp fight. Yeah, tr- tree witches, swamp monsters. I, I guess it's a little clear now. It is. Can't wait. The Wyatt Swamp fight at the horror show. I'm taking Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt to win this one. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know how you win still, Vin, man. I don't know if it will be a winner. Yeah, I think they, you know, this is going to be a it's a survival type match as far as I'm concerned. Let's just hope at the end the Fiend doesn't come out because if the Fiend comes out at all, then Braun Strowman will die and who knows what happens with the Universal title. And I just can't do another pay-per-view where we don't know who the champion is going in like we are with Slammiversary. It's too exhausting. What do we got next, Triple J? Well, if that one won't turn your stomach, this one definitely will. The one we've all been waiting for, the eye for an eye match. Eye for an eye. Ojo por ojo. This is the most grotesque stipulation not held in Puerto Rico of all time, man. Ojo por ojo. Ray Mysterio oh Jr. versus that piece of shit scumbag Seth Rollins. Eye for an eye match. Ojo por ojo, as Mil Calzonas and I keep saying. I can't wait to get it on a t-shirt. Seth Rollins' goddamn eye popping out of the socket where it says ojo por ojo underneath. I can't wait. This is the most excited for a stipulation I've been since Punjabi prison. This is it. Wow. That's saying something. Uh, I've Personally, I'm more hyped for the swamp match, uh, but this oh, is going to be oh, this oh. is going to be one to really look out for. Um, and I, I, I just hate Seth Rollins so much. This guy is like poison to television. Uh, it, I just cannot stand him. And uh, I hope, hopefully, Rey Mysterio and Dominic c- can take care of this one. My son, Dominic. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they've been, they've been talking. They've been talking some crap on this match. Saying, oh, he's he's not gonna rip somebody's eye out of their head. Well, I'm reading this from the new WWE.com, and I think they forgot to put the word "b" in here. But it says a winner can only be determined by extracting the opponent's eye. So they are not sure. Oh, you got it. 
This is some RoboCop stuff here. <laughs> I love whoever who is booking who is booking this match. I don't know. Like who sanctioned it? Who's who said this is how it's going to go to the referee? Who's explaining to the referee what how to how to officiate this match? Only in Florida or Puerto Rico could this match take place. I have to believe that I you got to think that is Dario Cueto on the matchmaking board in WWE now and no one told us, Vin Man? I have a feeling. <laughs> is there a special office in the PC where he's <laughs> held up? Is this did, like whatever Ian Hutchinson was having that one battle with the temple? This is like this is like straight out of the temple in Lucha Underground. Did Hank did uh Scrap Iron Adam Pierce go to the back and say, I need some someone to help me settle this between Ray and Seth? It's getting out of hand. And then Dario Cueto appeared out of nowhere and said, My friend, I can help you. What we will have is ojo por ojo. The only way to win is to sacrifice someone's eye to the gods. I mean, this is I'll what it feels like. I'll tell you something right ojo. now. One of the most por gruesome ojo. sights I've ever seen in watching any sort of sport was in the Big East tournament. Uh, I can't remember the exact year. But uh, it was either Randy Foy or Alan Ray from Villanova's. I popped out against the University of Pittsburgh. Just absolutely gruesome. And I expect this to be twice as bad uh, this Sunday. Yeah, just imagine it whenever someone's trying to do that. on Yeah, purpose. not by accident. <laughs> so, uh, isn't this what... Uh, this, this was the basis of See No Evil, the movie with Kane, wasn't it, Triple J? So... Uh. Never saw that, that picture. This is his name, Jacob something in that. Jacob Goodnight was his name, I think, in the movie. So maybe they use the Jacob Goodnight technique where you just take the index finger and the thumb and kind of go to get under the top and bottom of the eye sock ball and rip it out yeah, that, that way. That's the thing. How do you train for a match? Do you, like, buy a jar of olives and, you know, put them in crevices <laughs> in your house and try to get them out or, or what? I, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think a good Ooh. technique would maybe use one of those melon ball scrapers, Vin Man. That would be a good good tactic. <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about? I, or maybe like a uh, a real small ice cream scoop. Yeah. Like, if, if you're Seth Rollins or Rey Mysterio, who are you calling on the horn to try to get advice about this? Like, are you calling uh, Abby and, like, Carlos Colon? Oh, maybe? yeah. Abby for sure. <laughs> <laughs> would, a, would, a fork, would a fork work? And extracting so. the eyeball. If you puncture it, then yeah, just pop it out with the fork. Yeah. Could, could, is there any way that is there any way you could hit a guy so hard his eye just flies out of its socket without even I penetrating? I, I I don't know. I actually may, maybe I. Uh, what is Mil Calzonas? Is he still able to eat while we're talking about all of this, or is oh. he had to, to hold on? Oh, uh, Mil Calzonas is literally throwing up in a trash can as we talk about this match. It's horrifying on the other side here at the Marburger Studios. We're going to have to, I don't even think we could ask anyone in our right mind to clean this up, Mil Calzonas. It's disgusting. I'd feel terrible for any janitor here to have to do that. It's gross, but you know, I don't know if it's the tortas or just the eyeball talk, but he's yakking. I I'm afraid to have Miss Melissa going to watch this with me on the big projector screen. We plan on watching it 
outdoors, but we might have to go inside because I don't want the neighbors to see what we're watching. They're gonna make sure you don't get shut down. They're going to think we're watching a snuff film if they catch it. <laughs> like is... something you picked up from a, a creepy hotel. motel. <laughs> this is yeah. This is something that yeah you would have to watch on closed circuit TV uh, or maybe travel to the Czech Republic if you're a billionaire to do. You definitely yes. want to clear your history after uh, watching this tonight. If you're watching this on the network on your desktop browser, incognito mode for sure. And maybe use a VPN for the eye for an eye match. Ojo por ojo. Ojo por ojo. I, my, my, my strategy would be if I'm Rey Mysterio is to just practice the most violent 619s I can. I want to see an eyeball fly out from a 619 Triple J. Yeah, maybe if you can get one of those little knives that, you know, pokes out of the, the toe of your boot and then do a 619. You just, <laughs> just stab it and yank it out that way. Yeah, one of those cool old school cowboy boots where you stomp the heel and a big spike comes out of the toe. Yeah. Kick them in the eye. Or or I would use one of those grapefruit spoons, Vin Man, with the perf with the perforated edges. Those those should work pretty well too. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Does it have to be I, a I complete just, eyeball too? Can you pull out part part of the eye? Does it have to be a full? I think eye? I think if part of it comes out, it's all coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would think that. And I just it, hate Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins so much. I can't I can't stand this guy. <laughs> oh, what if Seth Seth Rollins with an eye patch? Uh, Triple J. I mean, he looked very much like a pirate with his hair and his look. That could, that could we could be in for something like that. I think an eye patch will look good for him. I hope that piece of shit loses an eye. Do you have to put the eye in a jar, or is it just pull it out and you win? I don't know exactly. Well, what's once up. once it out, it, you know, you win. I don't, you know, if I was the loser, I would want to get that thing in a glass of milk as as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. None of that bullshit either putting it on ice because with what they can do in hospitals today, they could put that thing right back in. We want to make sure the loser of this match is truly fucking eyeless. And Seth Rollins deserves it for what he did to Rey Mysterio. So we're all rooting for you, Rey Jr. Rip that son of a bitch's eyeball out by any means necessary. Ojo por ojo. Uh, I'm, I, I'm ready for it. I've been watching Shudder a lot this week. Triple J to get ready for an eye for the most disgusting things I could see. Uh, and I watched the thriller video. I'm ready to be grossed out. I think I'm going to make it without barfing. Ojo por ojo. Well, good luck to you. I, I'm not into all those uh, horror movies, so I'm going to I'm going to do my best. I may have to cover my eyes for a little bit. And remember, Shutter is a horror streaming service. You got to pay sixty bucks a year for the WWE Network, free for new subscribers, Vin Man, and you could get as much gore in the horror show known as Extreme Rules. For free, if you're a new subscriber. That's crazy to think about. Although, I thought they were doing away with that. That's still free for new subscribers. And then $9.99 after that. Uh, I'm going to issue a challenge here before we get to Falls Count Anywhere, which is also always gory. The Extreme Rules Horror Show Challenge. Long Island Ice-T's Challenge. If you can make it all the way through without closing your eyes or barfing, you win. Ojo por ojo. And I will pay for your Shutter subscription for a year if you can make it through the horror show without doing either of those, Triple J. You can't close your eyes. 
and you can't barf. Well, I'm definitely out, and, I, and I'm not ashamed admitting that right now. That's the Extreme Rules Horror Show Challenge. All right, anything else? Oh, there is a tables match for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro versus The New Day should be a fun match. And a uh, lot, of, lot of wood in that one, Vin Man, but we're running out of time to break that one down. So there it is. There's the card. Great card. Ojo por ojo. Ojo por ojo. All right, here we go. We've talked about swamps and eyes and mystery men. Uh, and there's still so much more in professional wrestling we got to get to. So this is the moment where the, each of us will bring up the topic that, well, we've been wanting to talk about that we just couldn't fit in. So it's on our own time here. Whatever you got to say, get it off your chest, Triple J, Vin Man, Mil Calzonas. If uh, his head's in the in the trash, he's not going to talk. All right, I'll hit, I'm going to go over and hit the button then because he can't get up. It's time for False Count Anywhere. Well, I'm not going to tell you what a man called Wired told you to not watch AEW because that's just treason. But what I do want to do right now is look at the roster, at least the men, and identify some individuals who I have not seen on Dynamite for a very long time. And if I haven't seen them on national TV for a very long time, then they don't deserve to be getting paid. <laughs> and Helico, I like him, but he's not on TV. I, you know, I, I'm going to give Pac a pass because he's not of this country. I don't know if Angelico is residing in Mexico and he can't get over the border. So if that's the case, I'm sorry, but I have not seen you on TV. Brandon Cutler, have not seen you on TV in a wrestling match. Can't hire friends. Uh, Sima or Shima, I know they were they were pushing this promotion, this individual hard uh, before Dynamite, but I have not seen you on TV. I'm sorry. Jack Evans, same thing with Angelico. Good talent, haven't seen you. Uh, let's see who else we got here luther have not seen you on tv it looks like you should be digging dishes or flipping burgers peter avalon haven't seen you in a match good luck in your future endeavors ricky starks don't think i've ever seen you on television and that's all of the men i don't even want to get into the women because that's a whole nother conversation Let me tell you something, Brainiacs. <laughs> Over these past several months, the wrestling world, the BBR universe, has really let me down in the how just absolutely, unbelievably, unexcusably gullible they have been. The WWE Network produced this Last Ride documentary series. Docu-series, as they're calling it. About The Undertaker's quote-unquote final years in professional wrestling. And he concluded it not by saying he was done, 
not by saying he had his last match, yet somehow just about everybody out there except for a select few highly intelligent individuals think that this guy's career is over because he said so. Well, I got news for you. This man, The Undertaker, Mark, his career is not over. Not by a long shot. He's got one more match left. One more big match left. A match against another icon. Icon versus Icon. The match I've been calling for for quite some time. You all know what I'm talking about. A match that is going to take place at a WrestleMania at midnight. The midnight match, Sting versus The Undertaker. Brainbusters, Brainbuster Universe, Wrestling World, please just wise up and listen to what I have to say. Oh, my brother, testify. Brainiacs, 2020 is thankfully more than halfway done. And there's already just one word that could sum up what has happened this year, what will happen this year, and what this year is all about. Only one word is needed when they write the history book on the year 2020. And that word is perfectly encapsulated in the name of of the current double champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling. That word is currently holding the IWGP Intercontinental Championship and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It is currently that word representing the most prestigious hunk of gold on leather on this planet, which means it represents humanity. It represents our morals as people. It represents where we're at as a society. And right now that word is the name of our representative to the universe. The aliens are looking down on planet Earth right now. They see we're all about one thing, and that one thing is evil. This is evil. They're looking down on us right now. They're seeing son of a bitch, asshole scumbags picking on up and comers and picking on someone's son, going after someone's family, ruining WrestleMania main events, and still pay-per-view after pay-per-view getting shots at titles and main events without repercussions. Because they are pure, unadulterated evil. Evil. They're looking down on us and they're seeing that we're being lied to when we think we've got a good thing going. Our friend's world champion. He's going to face The Undertaker. We're the best tag team in the world and we're signing contracts, but then we get fired because goddamn everybody who runs a company is pure evil. Evil. Nobody could be trusted. Nobody could be relied upon. Nobody 
is out looking for you. They're only looking for themselves because they're selfish. They don't care about you. They don't care about this business. They only care about one thing. And that is good losing. But I'll tell you this. In a world of hate, in a world, in a year where everything is evil, Brain Buster Radio is still here. With hashtag POP holding it down, we will get back the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. We will get back the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And we will get our sport back to where it was before this wretched year. Until then, everything might be evil now. But when it's over, good will win. Good will win. Because, as it says, ojo por ojo. Everything is evil. Then, man, I think it's time to just let it go. There was no ulterior motive in that program. But I understand that, but people are just taking it completely the wrong way. Everything's what? a work, Triple J. Come on, don't be gullible. Well, I believe it this time. I wouldn't be surprised if Undertaker shows up at Slammiversary tonight. I think he's the fourth man. Is Mark Calloway under contract? I don't know. Was he the leader of Aces and Eights the whole time, Vin Man? It could be. <laughs> that that has some legs behind it. Or under it. I, I mean, they were they sing literally about a dead man's hand. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. So, watch The Undertaker on Slammiversary tonight, Brainiacs, and tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it, at the Brain Busters on all the social media gimmicks. Uh, and, you know, if Wired returns next week, we will have an inquiry, a hearing. I will ask him, have you or have you ever been a part of the evil party? Uh, have you ever been a, a member of the evil society that roots for evil? Uh, anyone rooting for evil, this son of a bitch dressed like Awesome Kong, Triple J, I could take the show another three hours talking about that right now. I'm so angry. I hear you. I hear you. Let's let's not do it. Let's let's show some restraint. All right. Whew. All right. Slammiversary. That's all I'm thinking about. It's Slammiversary. Seth Rollins is going to get hit. We could really be on the other side of a... It could be a new year after this weekend, Vin Man. Two big events this weekend could change the face of our world as we know it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just like Dixie Carter said uh, 10 years ago, if the world of professional wrestling was going to be just changed forever and... and Lo and behold, Tommy Dreamer showed up at Victory Road. How about that? And we may, 10 years later, we may see the same kind of thing happen. Man, I mean, we could be seeing some hard justice all weekend long, finally, especially when it comes to Seth Rollins. I cannot wait. Ojo por ojo. Oh, Mil Calzonas was able to get up one more time for it, Triple Jam. So happy. Ojo por ojo. Anything left? Uh, that's all I got. Try to eat well before the horror show at Extreme Rules. You don't want to go into that thing with a full stomach. Yeah, yeah. Don't kill yourself trying not to throw up. But remember, if you don't throw up, you'll win a special Zoom call from Triple J, courtesy 
of uh, Marburger Media. All right, Brainiacs 4. Milk Calzones on the Unos and Doses. The Sultan of Social Media, a man called Wired, on the run from truth and consequences. For Boost the Mark on the Internet gimmicks. Jumpin' Jacob J. Finn Man on Limited Dates and Long Island Ice Tea. I'm Long Island Ice Tea saying, I gotta get the hell out of here because when it all comes down to it, everything is evil. And on the other side of this, special horror show tribute from our very own Triple J. See you, Brady X! Thank you.